Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and local makers and creators. Our podcast is all about babe supporting babes, learning about community builders, and of course, female empowerment. Get inspired to the only podcast in the Ottawa Valley that showcases local babes in our community and join our tribe of boss babes where everyone is welcome. When you first visit Perth, Ontario, you just might fall in love. With tons of boss babe owned businesses and boutiques, there is plenty to pack into a weekend. Shop for locally made hats and fascinators, apparel, artwork, and fine crafts. You'll love the variety of clothing and accessories found here from both Canadian and international designers. Visit our breweries and distillery to try local flavors. Then enjoy a freshly prepared meal on a patio or get it to go and dine picnic style in the gorgeous Stewart Park located in the heart of town. Discover pop-up entertainers as you stroll through the streets. Spend the night in one of the many fabulous accommodations available. Then devote the next day to exploring. See the sights of town by following one of our walking tours or rent a kayak and paddleboard to traverse the town by water. Cap off your stay by pampering yourself at a salon or spa. A beautiful weekend adventure is waiting for you in Perth, Ontario. Visit perth.ca forward slash tourism to start planning your trip today. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. So guys, I'm just going to let you know ahead of time that for some reason, my microphone never went on during the podcast recording of this episode. And so the sound quality is strictly out of my computer. So I do apologize that the sound quality is not the greatest. It's not your phone. It's not the speakers that you're listening from. It's not your radio. It was my sound quality. So I do apologize. And this problem has been fixed so that we do not have this issue going forward. Now we will get back to the podcast. We all know it's been a long two years and it's been even more frustrating for engaged soon to be brides who had a 2020 or 2021 planned wedding or either had to move their wedding, not knowing if there would be restrictions or not, extend their wedding date a year or two out or quickly get hitched in a lope without all the perks of shopping for a dress with their bridesmaids and mom, the bachelorette or even a bridal shower. But now that things are looking positive and restrictions are gone, hopefully for good, we can finally get back to that sense of normalcy and celebrate brides, providing them with one of the most exciting parts of their bridal journey. And that is saying yes to the dress. Save the gas, cut the price and shop local right here in Lanark County and find your dream dress in the heart of Perth. Please welcome Julia Foley from Ever After Bridal in downtown Perth to the podcast. Hey, Holly. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, Julia. I miss your energy. How have you been? (laughs) I'm great. Thank you. Actually, things are going very, very well. I've been super. Thank you so much. Julia, we've only met once. I don't really know that much background about you. So can you kind of tell us about who you are, maybe a little bit about where you're from, your career, and what you were doing before you opened Ever After Bridal? Excellent. I'd love to tell you a little bit about me. I'll try and keep it narrow though, because I'm I'm a little bit longer in the tooth than you are, so there's lots to tell. But anyways, uh, growing up, I grew up in Balderson, and that's right, with the cheese, of course. Um, and we had a farm there, and my parents operated a vacation farm and bed and breakfast. So that's how I got my niche of being able to meet anybody and be friendly and not be shy with people when I when I met them. So my brother and I actually used to give up our bedrooms for the summer so that people from all over the world could come and visit and stay at our farm and go horseback riding and and do all of that kind of stuff. So my mom was big in the kitchen and so hosting and interacting with people has always been a big part of my life. I eventually went away to school and did some hotel and restaurant management and that led me to eventually get a job into into a restaurant management And then that led me to lean towards more of events and wedding planning. And then eventually I started my own business to do that. So I've always had um, a passion for hospitality and tourism. So I actually stumbled across your first business there, Julia, when I was doing my research, which I absolutely love the name. Get what I did there? Love. So it was actually called Local Ottawa Valley Events, which you opened up in December 2015. Such a great name. I love it. 
Thank you so much. It was a 3 a.m. thought, actually. I woke up going, oh, I know what I'm going to call it. I love doing events. I love planning. I love helping people with whatever the event is that they have. And so that's what I did. And I did that for roughly around four years. And then I transitioned into what I'm doing now. So was this specifically wedding planning services or event services? It was both actually. So uh, probably 80% was wedding planning, but I did a lot of backyard parties for anniversaries or we have a rugby team locally. I used to do their big event once a year. So that was a lot of fun because it was something a little bit different. Um, if somebody had an anniversary party, a birthday party, if they were wanting to do a corporate event, um, I did lots of events myself, like a woman's show, a ladies day, things like that, that we could bring in all the local businesses and showcase them under one roof. That's really interesting, Julia. Um, I actually just launched my first event planning business, Ottawa Valley Women in Business Events. I've been kind of doing a little bit of uh, events here and there the past year, but of course we've been so restricted with uh, with COVID and everything. And so now that things are opening up, I'm like, okay, you know, there's no one else in our area doing it. So I do want to branch out eventually to host events in Lanark County. So I'll be coming to you for some tips and uh, some ideas around that. I'll be utilizing it for help. sure. I'd love to help. Absolutely. Very exciting. We'll tag team. Um, so you did that for four years, but when did you decide that you were ready to take a step back from the business and then shift your focus specifically on selling wedding dresses? Yeah, I'd have to say 2019 was more when I sort of leaned out of the event planning and more into focusing more on my boutique. It was doing so well. And I, I wanted to really have the Julia flair on it. So it was great that I had fantastic staff, but I wanted to be there. I wanted to interact with these brides. I wanted to be there for their day when they have the most exciting part of their planning process, which is finding their dress. I also wanted to be there for a lot of my clients that were saying, hey, I've got a dress. I don't know what to do with it. What do you think? And so I originally started by doing a pop-up to see whether a consignment store would work. And it was so successful that I decided I was gonna launch in. And in 2018, that's when I opened my store originally. And then I relocated it to more of downtown Perth. And then we'll tell you a little bit more about what's gonna happen futuristically with that later. But um, it's it's been an awesome process. I, I've learned so much about dresses and it's not just bridal dresses either. I love how you came up with the idea for the consignment because that's actually one thing that we really don't have around here. And I remember specifically looking in our in my closet, looking at my wedding dress, being like, what on earth am I going to do with this? It's just going to sit here. I'm not going to trash it. I'm never going to wear it again. And I've never really understood why brides keep their dress because other than, you know, us like trying, trying, trying so hard to squeeze into years later it's just you know a distant memory which is a beautiful memory but you know why not take your dress and and be able to sell it and offer it to someone you know who's maybe looking at a at a more affordable budget but still wants a gorgeous dress that you only wear once no exactly uh when i was doing research on whether there was consignment stores nearby i couldn't really find anything so i and i get people that travel from ottawa from renfrew from armprior from kingston brockville all over that come and I think it's because of the huge selection I have but also price point for sure and again some of these dresses are brand new they've never been worn um it, it's lovely to see that they can actually have a second life you know if, if somebody was so happy in that dress that day why not share that experience with someone else I've never actually even known of any other bridal consignment boutiques around here and so it's just so great that you're able to offer that uh, that option to people Julia, I also read too that you're a wedding officiant. Now, am I missing anything? You've been an event and wedding planner. You're a wedding officiant. You sell wedding dresses. Like, am I missing something like a wedding cake maker or something like that? No, I wasn't a cake, uh, a cake maker. However, I can decorate cakes. Uh, <laughs> but um, I did actually have a venue also for, for around uh, four years as well. And that was located in Carlton Place. And it was a barn. So I kind of did everything. I had the event planning knowledge, I had the venue where you could host stuff, or I could help you with your event if it was offsite. But I just basically said I wanted to slow down a little bit and focus on one thing. And the dress shop was what brought my heart the most joy. So that's what I did was just 
you know, focus on that. That was, that was kind of my, my dream. And, and I just really wanted to focus on that. So you're no longer offering wedding officiant services? I am not. No, I, again, the problem is my store is the busiest day is Saturday and most people get married on Saturday. So for me, I would have to, you know, not be at my store on its busiest day to go and officiate a wedding for someone. Yes, that was also a true highlight, actually a real honor to actually be the person that would, you know, sign the paperwork and make everything legal. And I did love doing it. And maybe I'll get back to it again one day. But for now, I just really wanted to just focus on the store. So getting back to the consignment piece, Julie, because I know that I'm going to have a lot of brides or uh, former brides listening, being like, oh my gosh, Kay Holly, let's ask some more consignment questions. Like, how does the process work? Because I know that a lot of people are going to be interested in that. Excellent. So for consignment, you can find all of our terms and all of our information on our website, which we'll give you later on. But basically what happens is you send in your application form, which includes some pictures of the dress, the front, the back, the tag. You'll fill out what style number it is, when did you purchase it, what did you pay for it, um, has it been cleaned, and, and it can be a wedding dress, it can be a prom dress, it can be any, any special event dress. And then what will happen is once that application is sent in, I will reply back with you with what I think I can get you as a payout. So that's money in your pocket after the dress sells, and what the fee will be in advance that you pay when you deliver the dress for you to have a spot in our store. So basically for, for ease, let's say you wanted $100 for the dress. You would pay up front 15%, so $15. And then we would keep that dress in our store for six months. We keep track of how popular that dress is, how many times it's been tried on. If at the end of the six months, we want to extend it a little bit further, we will do that. There's no additional fee. It just stays in our store longer. If we decide it's not happening, people are just not looking for that style, then you come back in and you pick up your dress and you take it home and you, you try to do it another way or you can donate it to us and we will donate it to um, a store that sells and raises money for Interval House. It's a great little store in Carlton Place. Um, it's a secondhand store as well. And what they will do is if we have say 30 dresses and we donate those to them, they might do a pop-up day where somebody can go in and get a dress for a great price too. So it lightens the load in our storefront of things that are taking up room that maybe aren't as popular. And it's also helping out people that maybe can't afford, you know, $100 for a dress. They still want to get married and it's going to, to a really fantastic cause. I love that so much. I actually talked to one of the board members from the Lanark County Interval House, Martina Watson, and she had kind of talked about the boutique. And I always figured it was just like the, the TV series made where they just had regular clothes. So I didn't realize that you can get dresses and everything there too. I absolutely love that you do that for the community. Like what a great opportunity for women, you know, to kind of go shopping and actually find a beautiful wedding dress, you know, once they find true love and they're able to just grab it right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. Obviously, you guys offer the dresses, but can brides also consign jewelry, accessories, or even veils? Yes, absolutely. Anything to do with your special day. So whether it's a veil, a necklace, um, earrings, if you've got shoes, um, we do uh, formal dresses, dresses for mom, bridesmaids dresses, um, prom dresses, you know, anything that, that's going to do for your day, fascinators jackets, boleros. Um, we don't do a lot of the undergarments. We stay away from that a little bit, but basically anything that jazzes up your day, we're happy to help you try and sell it. Okay, Julia, I'm really interested. On average, do you tend to sell more new or used wedding dresses? And you have to be honest with me here. I will be honest. And, and there's, there's a split answer to it though. That's the trick. So I would say we probably sell more new dresses. However, those dresses are still on consignment because we might have someone who's purchased a dress and they decide on a different style. Um, their day doesn't happen because we're in a pandemic. Uh, whatever the reason is, they can't take that dress back to the bridal salon where they purchased it from, but they can still get a really great amount of money for it within consignment. And the girl coming in to purchase that dress is also getting a brand new dress at a great price as well. So it's it's kind of a two-edged to the sword uh, end of the, of the story because uh, it's wonderful for everybody. Someone who's got that brand new dress, they never wore it, can sell it, and someone else could come in and buy that brand new dress. So it's a win-win. 
Well, I have to tell you, Julia, I have never seen so many um, dresses on Facebook marketplace, you know, due to the pandemic being like, I had to elope or I had to, our wedding's not, you know, for another two years and we ended up getting pregnant. So now I have to sell my dress. It's, it's so disappointing, but what a shift, you know, from seeing dresses that were on Facebook marketplace two years ago when it was like just really old, the old lace dresses or dresses that have been sitting in closets for years that are like marked down to a hundred dollars versus now it's just, it, it's funny. It's laughable, but it's also really sad, you know, to think about those brides who, who missed out on that opportunity. Yes, uh, I agree with you for sure. And we do get a lot of people that, that do call us and say, hey, I've got this dress from 20 years ago. And we think it's fantastic that they have that dress. But for us, it's just not in trend. So we try to stay within that three to four year mark of so that the dresses are current or still in style, because our goal is to sell that dress for you, not to just get the fee out of it and, and, you know, of consignment and not sell the dress. We want to sell the dress. It's a win for you. It's a win for us. And it's a win for the purchaser. So yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that the trends of seeing those vintage styles now seeing the brand new dresses and a lot of those girls are having a hard time doing that and selling it on their own. So they're bringing it into us, which is great as well. Julia, you know what's really sad but funny is that we're comparing dresses almost like buying a new car because as soon as you drive off the lot, it goes down instantly in price, which is very similar to a wedding dress. As soon as you buy that dress, the cost, the, the fashion uh, trend of it, you know, it like it goes away in time. But Julia, you have to answer this question for me. Why are wedding dresses so freaking expensive? <laughs> Well, I have a good answer to that. I think anything to do with wedding planning, unfortunately, is a bit expensive. Um, I think the whole process of a wedding, um, is it, it's a lot of work. I mean, not only the dress itself, but there's so many layers. There's so many intricate details, beading. Uh, a lot of the lace work that are done on dresses is hand done. So they're very labor intensive uh, to make. So that is the number one reason why they are expensive. Um, I think number two, you know, if you want to get something that's really going to stand up to you wearing it for 12 hours, you've got to buy a good quality dress. It's great to go on and buy a $30 or $300 dress online, but that dress, I just feel like you maybe shouldn't trust that, you know, the bustle is going to hold all night or the straps are going to hang tight. You know, when you're buying something that's really well made, it's the same as, you know, that car dealership. You could go in and buy that secondhand car and drive it off the lot. Uh, with a tail light warranty, or you can buy something that's a bit better quality and, and, and have it last and last for the whole day. But the whole thing with wedding, I think it, it is, it's a lot of work. It's, it's, it's um, a high day, you know, everybody's excited and there's lots and everybody wants everything perfect. So I think the whole cost of weddings is, is always going to be a bit more than you think for sure. So that was my million dollar question to you, but now I have my half a million dollar question. And that, <laughs> and that is why do we have to end up buying dresses that are in larger sizes? So why do wedding dresses run small, making you feel larger than you actually are? I, I hear you on this, Holly. And, and, I, and I dread it too, because as women, we're already so conscious about what's on the label, what that size says. It makes us feel crushed a little bit, you know, if we can't fit into that size that we've dreamed or envisioned and we go in and it's, it's the label says a bigger size. Why do designers do that? I don't know. It's terrible. I mean, in clothing in general, you can go in and buy a small and it would be an X, an XX small, you know, it, it's just sizing for clothing in, in general is just terrible. There's no chart, which there should be. In wedding dresses, I don't know why they make it so the number is bigger. But for me, I always say to the girls, don't look at the tag, just try it on. The only person that's going to see the tag is me and you. Nobody's going to know what size it is. They're only going to see how beautiful you look in it. So just don't look at the size of the tag. I don't even do that when I try on clothes. I just put it on. If it looks good, great. If it doesn't look good, I don't buy it, period. So I think just go with what you feel in your heart, what looks good, what your friends are saying. I love that one. When you come out and you look in the mirror and you're smiling, that big smile, if that's what it does for you, then that's all that matters. They really should just remove sizes altogether, you know, just saying like, if it fits you, it looks good, it feels yeah. comfortable, then that, that is what fits you then. 
Absolutely. I, I know one dress company, I, I, uh, they're no longer in existence, sadly, because of everything that went on in the world, but they had two sizes, A and B. And the, the Coles notes of that was A was basically a zero to a 12 and B was 14 to 22. So it was great because you could say, oh, you're in an A, you're in a B, you know, and nobody, nobody knew what the scientific ruling was behind that. So I agree. I think there should be no tags. You just try it on. There's, you know, four sacks and that's it. And, and yeah, anyways. <laughs> I know we can we can go on about sizes for for another hour here. Um, but we do have to talk about sizes because they are a thing here in Canada. They are a thing in life. What are your size ranges that you personally carry? Yeah, so I I am a huge huge supporter of everything that is uh, well all sizes for sure. We carry everything from a size two right up to a size thirty. Um, so we have plenty and we have lots in each size. It's very important for us, especially because our clients do travel at least an hour to come and see us, which we love. Um, when they get to our store, we don't want them to come in through the door and only have one dress to try on. Again, whether it's a wedding dress or a formal dress, we want them to have lots of options to choose from. So we try to have at least eight to 10 in each size. Um, and different styles, of course. So that's why our inventory is so huge. And we also try not to overwhelm people. So we try to get from them when they book that appointment, what do you like? What are your styles? And when we see them, we can, you know, know what's going to look great just based on our experience. But lot, lots to have lots of styles and sizes for those that are smaller, because those girls tend to find it very difficult to find dresses that they can actually try on. And same with anybody that's a size 16 and up, because this, the main stores we found through what our clients are telling us carry that 10 to 12. So when someone goes in and it doesn't quite fit, it's really hard for them to envision what the dress is going to look like on that day. So we try to have it so that it does fit and only needs minor alterations. Love it. What kind of brands do you carry too, Julia? Because the only two I really know of are like Essence of Australia and Verawang. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we have everything across the board, because we're not necessarily one brand store, we are some of our exciting news that's coming up, we are going to be joining on with some of the, the stores to carry their brands. But because the consignment option is available in our store, we have everything from Della York, we have uh, Paloma Blanca, we've got um, Essence of Australia, as you messaged, uh, uh, Christina Wu, we've got uh, I can't even think of them all because there's just so many. Uh, J'adore, you know, there's just so many. So basically we have a little bit of everybody. And for our mom dresses, we carry uh, Adriana Papel. We have uh, R&M Richards. Um, there's lots of lines there. And we're hoping to get a lot more um, coming later on this spring as well. And where do you specifically buy wedding dresses for inventory, Julia? Like what happened in lieu of trunk shows with the pandemic? That, that's a really great question. Yeah, uh, it was definitely really hard the last two years to get inventory from storefronts. Where I really got a lot of my inventory from the last two years was from clients, from consignment, because a lot of them were shifting their events. So instead of going with that 300 person wedding, um, you know, um, at La Belvedere in Quebec, they were going to 20 people in their backyard. So they didn't want that great big ball gown or the extravagant gown. They would bring in their gown to us and consign it. And then they would purchase something a little bit more simpler that would suit the backyard wedding. So it was a win-win because we would consign the one and they would purchase a, a dress that would suit them better. So the last two years, it's definitely been clients. Um, I'm actually still waiting for some stuff that I had ordered like last March that I still haven't even gotten yet. And, and but moving forward, um, I have reached out to a couple of designers that have inventory in Toronto. So I'm super excited about that because they have it there and it's basically a week to get it to my store. So, uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't change in the, uh, the upcoming year. Thanks for tuning in to the OV Boss Babes podcast. We are going to hear from our sponsors, so stick around and we'll be right back. 
Are you an Ontario student that wants a summer job where you have the chance to be your own boss? Small Business Advisory Centre is offering a unique program that assists young entrepreneurs with starting and running their own 8-12 to week business over the summer. Summer Company provides practical, hands-on business training, mentoring, and essential business skills to students between the ages of 15 to 29. If you're a student returning to school in the fall, then you may qualify for the Summer Company program. Get some ideas on how to get you started in your summer company business planning. Check out smallbiz, that's S-M-A-L-L-B-I-Z, center.ca, forward slash services, forward slash summer dash company, forward slash. Hey babes, it's Portia here, owner and founder of the Urban Lounge Salon and Spa. Let's be honest, it's been a tough two years and we all deserve some pampering and self-care now more than ever. And at the Urban Lounge Salon and Spa, we offer our clients a Lux City Salon and Spa experience. Our talented stylists and certified estheticians will bring out your authentic natural beauty while enhancing your best features to suit your style. Whether it be one of our luxurious organic facials, a relaxing massage, hot stone pedicure, or just getting those roots taken care of, we invite you to sit back and enjoy the ultimate beauty experience. You can find us at 3227 Petawawa Boulevard. Visit us online and find us on Facebook and Instagram to book your next appointment online. We look forward to safely welcoming you. As a Community Futures Development Corporation, Valley Heartland has been on the front lines of change, supporting women entrepreneurs in rural communities for over 30 years. During this time, they have provided over $26 million in funding support to small and medium-sized businesses. Led by all-female staff, Valley Heartland has a relentless focus on innovation and entrepreneurship to create social and economic value in Lanark County. To learn more about Valley Heartland, visit valleycfdc.com and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hey babes, Amy here from the Curly Redhead Hair Salon in Perth. Pop by and see our brand new location at 31 Lanark Road this spring. You're listening to the OV Boss Babes podcast. And Ever After Bridal also offers more than just bridal dresses. So tell us what other kinds of dresses and gowns you carry. Excellent. Yeah, so we have, we're so excited that this year we're hearing the, the murmurs of prom. And we love helping kids with prom. We also love helping kids with graduation dresses. So there's grads, grade six and also grade eight that graduate. And we have dresses for them. They're not as expensive. Um, and and as, as formal as the prom dresses. But then we jump into the prom dresses and we have these really just amazing dresses that kids can come in and try. And again, we have anything from size six. I think the largest in prom I have is about a 20 um, and lots to choose from. One piece, two piece, short, long. Um, and grad dresses, we tend to find a lot of the girls are wanting something about knee length and just a little bit more simple. So we have lots of those. Uh, to purchase. We also have lots of dresses for moms. We we do a lot of sell, selling for that. Uh, bridesmaids dresses, um, we have lots of those. We even carry the uh, convertible dresses. They're very, very popular. So the convertible dresses, what that means is that they can tie that dress about 25 different ways. So what's super fun is they can wear it one way for the church wedding. And then when it comes to the reception, they can change it up a little bit more. And, uh, and wear it differently. And then after that event, they can wear it somewhere else because you're going to tie it all a whole different way and make it look like a totally different dress all over again. Cut it short if it's long. You know, so many different options. So those are really popular and very affordable. Um, we also, just to, to, just to throw down some more things that we have, shoes are huge, veils, lots of jewelry. Um, we have handmade jewelry from a company in Smith Falls that makes beautiful hair pieces, um, whether they're hairpins or vines or combs, all kinds of things like that, made with freshwater pearls right here in Canada. So just amazing. Um, we, we, again, love to support locals. So if there's someone that has something that they think should be featured in our store, we'd love to talk. 
So Julia, are all those dresses consigned as well? Can people bring in their prom dresses, mother of the bride dresses, graduation dresses and drop them off? Yes, absolutely. We are happy to take any kind of dress that you've got for a special occasion, um, whether it's new or secondhand and you want someone else to enjoy it. All we ask is that if it is secondhand that it's dry cleaned first so that it's ready to go for the next person to go right to that event, whether it's down the aisle, or off to a gala, which we're looking forward to having this year. You know, some fundraisers are going to be coming up. I, and I think the events are going to be bigger and better this year and moving forward because people have been trapped and doing nothing for two years. So yeah, absolutely. Prom, grad, mom, bridesmaids, anything that's like, again, within that three to four years, if we can still sell it again, we'd love to have it. Um, our consignment fee is 15% basically of what we think we can get you out the door. Um, so it's very affordable to do that. Our dry cleaner is right across the street. He's amazing and he's really affordable too. So even if you don't want to search out a, a dry cleaner, you bring it into us, we will collect the money for the cleaning and take it to him with the dress and do that for you. Go pick it up when it's clean and bring it back to the, to the shop. So we're, we're trying to help with all those busy brides that have, or busy moms that have, don't have time to do all that just one drop drop it to us and we'll take it off take it off your hands and help you out with that that's amazing that you offer that yeah or lazy people like me who just forget and leave it in the closet for too long and julia's like okay holly like this needs to be cleaned do you want me to take this for you and i'm like yes please <laughs> Julia, we saw so many weddings, obviously, that were supposed to happen in 2021 get postponed to 2022. So how did you find things last year? We're not going all the way back to 2020, just last year, with brides coming in, trying on and buying dresses compared to this year so far in terms of numbers. Right. Well, any time that I've been able to be open so far has been fantastic. Um, people are just excited to be able to come to shop to get ready to plan their event, whether it's a wedding or like you say, a celebration, an anniversary. One lady came in and she was doing her 50th anniversary and they're going to Vegas. So she was looking for just something totally crazy. And she bought a black and white dress that was a big, big ball gown, just out of the box, you know, and that's perfect for Vegas. So we were so happy to be able to help her with that. Um, I think moving forward, things are just going to be awesome. Um, people are excited. Yeah, okay, they can't bring 20 people into the store um, at this stage in the game, but they can still use our Wi-Fi. They can, uh, you know, video in other people. We're hoping moving forward, we're going to be able to change that a little bit more. But they're so excited and they're so thankful that they can just get into a dress, try it on, um, you know, think about it or come back and buy it right away, whatever their decision is. So they're just happy to be out and be shopping. You guys in the wedding industry have really had to pivot and get creative with showcasing your dresses because, you know, there were so limited events going on and we all know that so many events we all know that so many weddings were getting pushed to 2022. And so I know that that must have affected you guys financially, you know, kind of being like, okay, well, I know that we're not going to have as many weddings in 2020, 2021 this year. Like we didn't think that we'd be still in a pandemic two years later. Um, so, I mean, this year we're really, really celebrating, especially the fact that restrictions are slowly going away and we're seeing events starting to happen again. So hopefully for you, Julia, that this year is the most profitable one and the most fun one, you know, seeing everybody getting ramped up and so excited again. I agree. I agree. I, I think it's, it's, it's certainly been there's been hurdles, you know, what do I order? Do I order? Do I not order? I, you know, what do I open? Do I not open? You know, there, there's things that just trying to get feedback from clients for sure as to what their comfort level is. Safety for myself and my staff has been, you know, priority of course as well. Um, and, and making sure that people are comfortable. Uh, you know, we, we postpone things. I have a girl that's actually coming in this Saturday that had booked an appointment two years ago. You know, and she's she's coming this Saturday because she said, you know, now I'm moving ahead with planning my wedding and I want to come and see. I've been following you for two years. It's so exciting to see all the inventory you've got. And and I love that. And yeah, absolutely. I took a lot of courses. Um, I did a lot of social media learning um, how to how to just, you know, be TikTok. Just put that out there, you know, learning all of that and having fun with that. And which is which is a great platform because that's where my clients are. It's that age group. And trying to stay on trend with what they're doing 
I hired a couple of young girls to come in and just model dresses and they were fantastic. We had a lot of fun. Um, and so in the downtime, we were still super busy doing that. Well, Julia, I'm going to tell you right now, you're ahead of the game than I am because I'm still not on TikTok. And I know everybody keeps telling me, they're like, Holly, that's where it's at. You want to expand your reach, get on TikTok. I'm like, I don't have the time. Like doing reels is already hard enough, you know, to set some time to choreograph or to find the right music to your clips. Like it's, it's a lot of work. It is time consuming for sure. It's a lot of fun too. And, and it's really, I love to go on and see who, you know, how many people looked at that video and am I, you know, am I doing the right thing? And, you know, and, and I get feedback from, from people around me. There's a great, a great group I have in person of supportive retail ladies. And I say, Hey, check out this video I just did. What do you think? You know, and the feedback from them is, is, is great too, but yeah, it, it does take some time for sure, but it is a lot of fun. All right, Julia, you just got engaged and you have an idea of when you want to get married. And let's say you're about a year out from your proposed wedding. How soon should a bride start looking for their dress? Well, our store is kind of unique because we we have one for wedding dresses. We have one of. So we tell people, you know, if you come in and you try on a dress and you fall in love with it, you should. We don't want to pressure you into buying it, but it's one. So, you know, somebody else could come in the next week and buy it. And then we don't have that one anymore. So you either have to go source it out from a, from a store directly, or you've got to follow in love with something different. So that's our advice to people for moms and, and prom and grad. We have a little bit more because you have more than one in each size. So you're a little bit more flexible, but with wedding dresses, essentially it's a one-off. So we found that generally when you find it, you should buy it. If you're looking at ordering something in, of course, we've had some challenges over the last couple of years, but normally it's about six months to, to get a dress. If, if you come in and you try it on and the line that we have, you want to order that in in exactly your size. We're saying six months at this stage in the game. We're hoping that by June, we can shorten that to three months, which would be really awesome. Again, because one of our suppliers is in Toronto, sometimes we can do that even quicker because they have it right there in their, their storehouse. Actually, it was one of the things I did a couple of weeks ago. I actually went to Toronto and went to their warehouse and it was 6,000 dresses. I was like, ah, I wanted them all. I'm like, I want these, I want these, I want these. <laughs> but I had to control myself. But it was just amazing. And it was so nice to see that they had that inventory there that was ready to just be shipped to our store. Um, those dresses are a little bit more expensive than our consignment ones. Again, because they do have them there, and they are accessible. But um, yeah, that would be my timeline that I would give people. Um, I think it's going to be a lot easier moving forward. The last two years, I always said, buy it right away, because we don't know when we can get things. Now moving forward, we've got a, bit of, a better idea of timeline. All right, Julia, you teased your followers and recently announced some big news and now the cat's out of the bag. So tell everyone wherever After Bridal is relocating to along with all of your plans for 2022. Oh, I'm so excited. Anyways, we are moving to a storefront that is downtown on Gore Street. So we're going to 27 Gore Street East and it's going to be three times the size of what we have right now. So we're so excited. So what's wonderful about that is that we can have in bigger bridal parties, we can have more than one appointment at a time. Right now, because of the size of our store, we're finding we can only do one appointment at a time because we just don't have the room to spread out. So we're super excited about this because we're going to be able to expand everything, not only the space of the store, but the product that we're going to be carrying. A lot more new lines of dresses and um, shoes more just more inventory and the fact that we can host more people is what we're super excited about and the fact that we're going to be signing on with some big labels to actually carry their brands um, we don't know who those are yet because we're still um, bartering and, and working out some designers there but uh, again it's going to be stuff that's local because we want to be able to to get it quickly for clients because we know there are those brides that still come in in March and they're getting married in June and they want to dress. So we want to be able to give them what it is that, that that is their dream dress, what they're envisioning, and be able to get it quickly for them. So we're super excited about this. We cannot wait. We uh, we started the renos in the place as of yesterday. So we're hoping that we can do it relatively quickly. Um, we're hoping for an April 1st opening, but we'll see. Oh my gosh, Julia, that's a quick turnaround time. 
I know, I know. We're we're really hoping that we can do it that quickly again. If we we might not have all of our supplies, but we'll definitely be in the space and opening the doors. Uh, I'm hoping April first. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that is super exciting because I have been inside Ever After Bridal, and you are running out of closet space. Like, let's be honest, you have so much inventory and 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 little wiggle room for for brides to move around and bring all the parties in. So that is super exciting that you're going to have a brand new location. You can completely give it a facelift and have more room for people to come in and browse and look around. I can't believe you're launching in a month though. Like the countdown is on. <laughs> I know my husband says there's no way. And I said, challenge accepted. Absolutely. I am. I'm, I'm going to do it. I, um, I, I just, I'm feeling really positive about it. And I'm feeling really good about the fact that um, I've got everything. My my spare room right now is just jam packed with boxes and shelves and racking and all kinds of stuff ready to go down to the space once it's all painted. Yeah, don't tell an ambitious woman that she's not going to accomplish something. Let's be honest. You tell exactly. her no, she's gonna damn right prove you wrong. <laughs> exactly. So Julia, what is one piece of advice you'd give to brides who recently got engaged or have postponed their wedding to finally get married this year? Well, I think the advice that I would give people is the same advice that I would give them regardless of where we're at in this world is your wedding day is about you and, and your partner. And, and, you know, all of the other stuff is just accent, you know, really focus on just the two of you and enjoy that day. Don't worry about whether the linens are the wrong color or, you know, whatever it is, or they forgot one appetizer. The only person that is going to know that is you. It's the same as looking at that size on that dress that you're trying on. Don't do it. Just, just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the day. That would be my biggest piece of advice is that people get too much focused on all the details and the day is gone because it is going to go so quickly. I think just Take a moment, breathe in, enjoy, and just let happen what happens. Have fun. Just do exactly what Julia said. Embrace, enjoy the moment, and enjoy your late night lunch, whatever that may be. Snacks are always good. All right, Julia, we are going to slide into my rapid 10. This is always my fun part of the podcast because you don't know what these questions are. And I've got some good trivia questions here for you, too. Are you ready? I am ready. What is the most expensive wedding dress you've owned and sold? The most expensive dress I've owned, um, the bride paid $3,600 for it. I haven't sold it yet, but it's on my agenda to do so. The most expensive dress I've sold would be $2,500. So still pretty close to, uh, to, the, to that brand new dress that's hanging there that I know is going to be somebody's yes coming up soon. So this isn't a say yes to the dress, $25,000 dress. It's a $2,500 dress. That is so affordable, Julia. I know. That's why people come to us because we have beautiful things at affordable prices. How many dresses would you say would the average bride try on before she finally says yes to the dress? Um, I would say probably the average would be five. But I'd also say that the one that she says yes to is normally the first one that she tries on. Mm. Okay, here's some trivia for you. Why does the bride traditionally stand on the left side of the groom? I don't know why. So you caught me on that one. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> this is, this is awesome. legit. Like, was a I legit thing. So the groom could fend off other suitors with his right hand and give him a good whack. And apparently, back in the medieval days, this used to be a big problem. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Fight them off with your hand. There you go. <laughs> Are you participating in any upcoming wedding shows that you want to plug? Um, I am not, actually. I've done wedding shows in the past. I've done a lot. And, I, and I'm super supporters of the people that put them on. I actually used to do my own as well. Um, but I'm finding that for me at this stage in the game, social media is where my clients are coming from. So the cost of putting out to um, paying for a booth, setting up the booth, manning the booth, all of that is very expensive. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go to a wedding show because I think they're great. 
But for me, I just find when I ask people how they hear about me, it's either from Google, Facebook, Instagram. So I'm just going to go with what's working. And then next, OB Boss Babes podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Going to do that again for sure. Do you still have your wedding dress? I do. And it's actually boxed up in uh, my closet. I had it put in a preserve box. And I, I keep thinking I should take it into my store and have it on a mannequin just to say, you know, this is where it came from. And maybe I will in my new spot for sure, because I think it's a beautiful dress. I'm sure it's 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 uh, 19 years old now. So um, I'm not sure that anyone from this generation would love it, but I still do. <laughs> you should. You should totally dress it up on a mannequin. Put it, you know, with a bunch of new ones. Actually, Julia, I have a great idea. You should put a couple mannequins out there and you should have like a contest or something going on, you know, to win a store credit or something and be like, guess what dress was my dress yeah, or something like great. that. You should do that for opening day. I love it. I love it. I think you're going to do that. That's a great idea, Holly. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I love it. Who has been the youngest bride that you've had in terms of age? Hmm. Uh, 19, actually. I haven't, I haven't had anybody younger than that, but 19 would be the youngest and the oldest would be 67. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> What's one place you totally recommend to brides searching for their perfect venue in Perth? The perfect venue in Perth. You know what? I actually think they're all perfect. I really, really do. I think it's going to be depending on what you're looking for, because our venues are so different. Some of them are very um, rustic and historical and others are more modern. And, and I think it depends on, on, on the vibe that you're wanting to set because they're so different. I mean, the hotel in Perth is beautiful. It's very modern. The food is delicious. And then you have the Civitan, which is just outside of town, which has all been redone just a little bit more rustic and the outside for the, for the ceremony. Um, for Perth itself, there's also Stone Cellar Restaurant, which is gorgeous for something a little bit more intimate, which has been great over the last couple of years because they have their loft upstairs, which is beautiful as well. So I can't pick a favorite because they're all gorgeous. Sorry. <laughs> Perth is so beautiful though. What a gorgeous location. Like you cannot go wrong with any venue that you go there. And there's so many vendors to choose from too. And oh yeah, we could go on and on with all the different places that you could get married. In exactly. Perth. And there's lots of places to stay as well, which is, which is huge as well. Which long held tradition, Julia, should we retire the garter toss or throwing the bouquet? I'd go with the garter. Yeah, on yeah, that one. I think the bouquet is, is nice, but I, I'd go with the garter. All right. Last trivia question. What is the largest wedding destination in the United States? Ooh, that's a good one. I do not know that one either. So you've got me, Holly. Las Ooh. Vegas with over 114 weddings, a, 114 weddings, 114,000 weddings a year. Wow. That's a lot of weddings. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of Elvis Presley singing away to marry you off. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a lot of Elvis. All right, Julia, you know it's coming. What is one local business, just one that you'd like to give a shout out to that you think everyone should know about? Absolutely. I would love to give a shout out to Queen Bee Millinery. My friend Renelle, she is amazing. She is so talented. She has fascinators and um, just beautiful hats for all kinds of occasions. She's so just, she's just a beautiful person and I love her store. I visit her at least once a week. I just love to go in and see what she's, what she's making next. And we are actually looking at doing some collab work come this summer um, with a high tea and uh, all kinds of things. So we're super excited. So yeah, definitely Renelle at Queen Bee Millinery is my shout out. That's a great shout out. I'm so proud of Renelle that she's made it through the pandemic because that's a hard business to stay afloat in, especially, you know, for events and, and getting all dressed up wearing hats. So Renelle, if you're listening, so proud of you for sticking it through and for making it through, you know, the worst is behind us. And you guys can actually go listen to Renelle's episode. She was our very first Perth business. You'll have to scroll in the archives to, uh, to listen to her episode. But Julia, let's bring it back to you. 
Where can people find you right now? Where can people go going forward? I know you plugged it earlier, but let's plug it again. And where can they find you on social media and of course your website and TikTok? <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we are located right now at 60 Foster Street in Perth. So we're sort of on the dog leg of the main drag in Perth. Um, and people can find me by either texting me at 613-857-4922 or calling, of course. Um, they can also go to our Facebook page, uh, which is Ever After Bridal Perth, Ontario. They can find us on Instagram, Ever After Bridal, and they can find us on TikTok at Ever After Bridal Perth, Ontario as well. So those are any social platform you can find us. Of course, you can just Google Ever After Bridal Consignment and that will bring our page up first, which is awesome as well. Um, you can go onto our website and book an appointment because right now we're, op we're operating by appointment. I'm wearing two hats because I'm, I'm, I'm doing some renovations at the second, the new location. And I'm also doing appointments at the store that's open as well. So uh, we suggest an appointment for sure. You can do that to try on dresses and also to consign dresses. You can also find all our inventory on our website as well if you go there. So ever-after-bridal.ca, all the details are there. And we can't wait to hear from you guys. Fantastic. And you guys will have a delightful experience with Julia. She is so welcoming. She's so warm and she's so excited for all brides that are getting married, regardless of your wedding date. And if you go in, you might still be able to actually find my wedding dress. Hey, Julia, it's still it's still on the it's floor. It's still there. Yeah, it's it's still there. It's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous dress. Absolutely. Come in and try on Holly's dress. There you go. Everybody, thank you so much to tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you tune in. And we will be back next week with another local boss babe in your community. Oh,